Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. I hope that you had an absolutely amazing holiday. There was a little bit of a break between the last episode and this one because of some traveling and resetting and reorganizing and just getting ready for 2023. So I'm super excited to be back, super excited to dig into this episode, to hear from all of you on how your holiday was, how your 2023 goal planning is going, how you're setting yourself up for success and what I can do to help you along that path to success. Speaking of path to success, I want to dig into one of the biggest New Year's resolutions that normally ends up dying off and then being repeated and repeated and repeated. If we had kept a list of all of our New Year's resolutions for the last 10 years, I would venture that so many of you are very similar to me in the fact that health has been a resolution that has continued to get marked off from one year to the next, to the next, to the next. So what role does health play in success? How are they intertwined? How do we have both? What does that harmony look like? This is what we're going to dig into today on the More Than Corporate podcast. My name is Amber Furman. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, you've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. Before we jump into this, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by Success Development Solutions and the Break Your Bullshit Box group coaching program. This is an amazing opportunity to really get that group help that you need. It's the best mixture of that mastermind format where different industries come together with different viewpoints on concerns and challenges to help you be successful, and that group coaching where it's facilitated and led by me to be able to help you reach the success that you want to reach. If this is something that you're interested in, if this is something that you feel like you need to have that accountability and reach that next step in your life and business, then let's have a conversation. You can either comment on the video, you can reach out to me on social media, or you can head over to my website at successdevelopmentsolutions.com, click on that contact button, and click a time that works for you to jump on my calendar. I am really excited to connect with you, hear from you, and be able to help you reach your 2023 goals. With that being said, let's jump into this idea of goals. So think about it. When was the last time that health wasn't on your mind for a goal? I think that, you know, sometimes we fall into this trap of thinking that not everybody deals with this, right? That it's only a 
concern for people who are struggling with weight loss, or it's only a concern for people who are struggling with medical problems, or it's only a concern for people who are struggling with low energy. But the reality is almost every single person has goals and increases that they want to make in the area of their health. Where it really differs, which is one of the things that we talk about so much on this podcast, is what health means to each each individual person. There was a time in my life when I was obstacle course racing and really active that health meant endurance and longevity and avoiding injury when I was out on the course. Now health may mean having the energy to get through busy and productive days, being able to have the focus and the clarity and the energy that I need to make it through the day. For a bodybuilder, their idea of health is completely different than anything that I've mentioned so far. So before we fall into the trap of thinking that health and success are unrelated, or fall into the trap of thinking that we're the only people or the only demographic of people who struggle with our health, it's incredibly important for us to break down a couple of different things. First of all, what does health mean to you? What is it that you actually want in the area of your health? We often fall into these traps of the next big fad thing. Eat this and you'll have these results. Do this and you'll have these results. And while that's great, there's these mindset challenges that go into all of the things, right? All of the other programs that you may have tried in the past are being completed with the same mindset and the same programming that failed at those. So what makes this one different, right? Anybody who has jumped from program to program to program knows what I'm talking about. But more than that, like those results that that program claims to get, is that even what you want, right? I saw an incredible video on TikTok a little while ago about a nutritionist talking about why it may not be healthy for women to have a six pack, how we're not necessarily designed for that from a metabolism standpoint. So this idea of lean, six-pack, muscles, weight loss, is that even what you really want out of a health program? Maybe you want more energy. Maybe you want more flexibility. Maybe being able to spend time with your family is the most important to you, so you need something that has the ease and um, lack of a time commitment that somebody who doesn't necessarily have kids to take care of can spend more time cooking at home. So all of these things, just as when we're talking about professional success, go into this conversation about health success. So what is it that health actually means to you? What is it that you want to accomplish? What is that completion of that health goal look like to you? What does a healthy lifestyle look like and feel like? What do you experience and see when you're living what you determine to be that perfect image of health? Once we have that, then we can start to have conversations about how we're going to get there. This is the same way that we talk about setting goals in every other area of your life, right? What is it that you want to accomplish? What do we need to do in order to get you there? It's simple, but 
we make it complicated when we bring in all the noise, all of the advice from all of the gurus and all of the quick fixes and all of the secret pills and the powders and all of the, you know, the, this idea of analysis paralysis, where there's so many options that we don't know which one to take. So we don't take any of them. I was just talking with somebody about this today where I was talking about how much I love the mixture of iceberg lettuce that comes prepackaged, right? And I love salad. I grew up on salad. My grandma used to own a restaurant and I remember as a kid, I would ride the bus up to her restaurant after school and she would sit me down in front of the salad bar and I would do my homework while I was munching down on rabbit food. And that just brings back nostalgic memories for me. So the iceberg lettuce with all the veggies in it and some sunflower seeds on it and some ranch dressing, like that is comfort food for me. And then when I started going down my nutritional health path eight, nine years ago, when I really started to dig in, iceberg lettuce was not the most nutritional lettuce that you could have. You should focus on spinach or greens or whatever. And I would try, I would try to make this dark green salad and it just didn't taste good to me. So instead I would say, oh, I can't have iceberg lettuce. So I'm going to make this salad and I'm not going to eat it because I don't like it. And then I'm going to stop a Burger King on the way home because I'm starving because I didn't eat the shitty salad that I didn't like. Well, would that iceberg salad that they were telling me not to eat have been a better choice than the hamburger that I got from Burger King? Absolutely. This is what analysis paralysis does to us. It makes it to where there's so many options in front of us that we don't know how to pick one and we don't know how to choose one. And we are so afraid of making the wrong decision that we don't make any decision at all until it's crunch time and we have to make a decision. And then when we do, we choose whatever option is directly in front of us at the time, which nine times out of 10 is a much worse option than the list of ones that we had to choose from to begin with. So I remember when I was at a conference, maybe six, seven months ago, and somebody said to me the difference between Fortune 500 CEOs and the normal entrepreneur is that Fortune 500 CEOs would rather make a wrong decision than no decision. Because a bad decision or a wrong decision can be recovered. You can do something else with it, right? You make a decision, you have feedback from that decision and then you make another decision and you're constantly moving. But if you don't make any decisions at all, you're staying stagnant. The reality is though, stagnant is never the same. Stagnant is getting worse, right? So if you eat really bad food every single day, you're not staying the same. You're getting worse and you're getting worse, right? So whoever said that if you're doing the same thing, you're getting the same results was completely wrong. So let me wrap this back up to this idea of health and success. So first of all, it's extremely important that you identify the purpose of wanting to get healthy. What does health look like to you? And that way you can start to set steps to be able 
to accomplish it. When you set those steps to be able to accomplish it and it comes time to make that decision, it's important to actually make decisions and avoid allowing yourself to fall into that analysis paralysis. What caused this episode? You may be saying, Amber, you've never really talked about health like this before. I was having a conversation with somebody and it's not the first time that I've heard this. It's not the first time that this topic has been brought up. The question of can somebody who is unable to achieve success in their health achieve success in their life and business? In extremely blatant terms, is fat successful? Please know when I say that, I'm saying it with all the love, right? Is fat successful? I used to get really triggered by this. And I think the reason was because I didn't want to face the reality that the answer is no. I didn't want to face the reality that my avoidance of my health journey was indicative of the way I ran my business as well. Here is my answer to that question. Physical appearance has nothing to do with success. Actions have everything to do with success. If the reason, and listen, I'm sitting here having this conversation as somebody who has a hundred pounds to lose, so I get it. The reality is that how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if we find that we're avoiding things in our health journey, that we are avoiding the difficult decisions, that we're getting caught up with analysis paralysis, that we are, that we are making uncomfortable choices that don't necessarily serve us in our health journey, it's really important that we step back and ask ourselves where else that's showing up in our life. I think the reason that so many people are able to be successful and unhealthy at the same time is because our back gets put against the wall in success more than it does in health. Bills need to be paid. Rent needs to be paid. Payroll needs to be paid. That vacation you want to go on gets to be paid for. Whatever that driving force is for you or that consequence that you're trying to avoid, whether you're working towards investment, retirement, and travel, or whether you're running away from eviction and homelessness, on a regular basis, we have to make money. So we are more faced with the consequences of our financial success than we are of our health. Unless we are in that category of person that has faced health challenges, then we start to make the changes that are necessary. You know, how often do you hear somebody say that they made changes in their life related to health because a doctor told them that they needed to, or because they got sick, or, because they knew that they needed to be around for a new baby that was introduced to their life. There's always that trigger that causes us to make a change in a particular area of our life that is stronger than all of our excuses, that is stronger than all of our indecisiveness 
and our analysis paralysis and our imposter syndrome and all the shit that goes on up here in that bullshit box in our head, there's always that trigger that is stronger than that. And many times with financial success, that trigger is more relevant, louder, and more constant, which is why I believe that I'm in this category as well of people that have allowed their health to fall on the back burner, but have been successful in their business and in their professional career, because the behaviors may be the same, but the trigger and the consequences appear differently in our mind. They're coded differently in our mind. So this is why I wanted to talk about this, because it's something that I hear often. And if you go back, even, you know, to traditional old school sales conversations about how healthy people who look good sell better. And, you know, what's the response for that? Is it because they're perceived as more successful because they're fit and healthy? Or is it because they appear more confident because they're fit and healthy? What What's the reasoning for that? And the reality is it's probably a mixture of both. So this is where the outward experience or the outward um, physical appearance is not as important as the actions that we're taking. If you're going to the gym every single day, if you're eating right, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in the area of your health, and you happen to have that body type that is never going to be lean and thin, and you're facing health challenges that prevent you from having that perfect view of health, then you're still doing the actions that are necessary to be successful. In that way, appearance and actual health or appearance and success are completely different. So somebody asked me to record this episode because this had been a conversation that they had had as well. The short question is, is fat successful? And the long answer is, Yes and no. It's not the appearance, it's the actions. What can you do about it? It's really important in every area of our life that we sit down and we have an honest conversation with ourselves about what we're doing. Are we actually doing the things that need to be done in order to be successful in every area of our life? Have we defined success in every area of our life? If we can't say yes to those two questions, then we are not going to have the success that we want. If you are somebody that's never asked yourself these questions, I have some resources that are free and available to you. Reach out to me and I'll be happy to provide them to you so that you can start to figure this out and have the success that you want. The reality is your health is so incredibly important. It's important to make sure that you are present for as long as you can possibly be, that you are there for family and friends. It's important to make sure that you have the energy to run your business, to make sure that you are capable of performing the things that you need to do on a day-to-day -day basis and then living the life that you want to live. If you don't have the success that you want in your health, then 
be honest with yourself. Do you have the success that you want in your business, in your relationships, in your spirituality, in your knowledge? Is your money where you want it to be? And my expectation would be that the answer to those questions is no. You can have a level of success that is outwardly deemed a success to people who are looking at you and still not be where you want to be. And those actions that are preventing you from being successful in your health are the same actions that are preventing you from being as successful as you'd like to be in everything else. So hopefully this has been helpful. Um, if you want the resources that I talked about, please feel free to reach out to me. And always remember that you have the ability to design the life that you want to have and you owe it to yourself to get out of your comfort zone and live it. So much of that relates to getting out of your head, getting out of your excuses and breaking that bullshit box. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that's that sounds like something that you're interested in. The name of that Facebook group is Success Center. Head over there, request to join, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.